Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Discover DEP, the official podcast of the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection. I'm your host, Gladys Geron. Each week, we talk with DEP experts, scientists, and environmental professionals about how we protect and preserve New Jersey's air, land, water, and natural and historic resources. You can subscribe to Discover DEP on iTunes or Google Play. You can also follow Discover DEP on the web at nj.gov DEP. Thanks for listening. This week is the 12th Annual Air Quality Awareness Week, and the theme is Air Quality Where You Live. To help us celebrate, we're joined today by Frank Stites, Director of the Division of Air Quality. DEP and the State of New Jersey have made it a priority to improve our air quality and increase air quality awareness. This is the third podcast on Air Quality Awareness Week. We've previously focused on ozone and energy. Frank, thank you for joining us today. How does New Jersey protect the public from air pollution? Well, Gladys, there's there's a couple ways which we work to protect the air in New Jersey and the citizens from the harmful effects of air pollution. New Jersey looks at stationary sources like factories and power plants, and we also look at sources on the road, trucks, cars, and buses, and we compare these to standards or, or criteria that have been established by US EPA. And there's six pollutants, really, that we worry about Mm -hmm. when we're looking at air quality. And can you explain more about these criteria pollutants? Sure. These criteria pollutants are identified in the Clean Air Act, the Federal Clean Air Act. And they consist of six pollutants, carbon monoxide, which is a gas, Mm -hmm. lead, nitrogen dioxide, ground-level ozone, particles, particulate matter, Mm -hmm. and sulfur dioxide. And the EPA has established a set of standards called the National Ambient Air Quality Standards for these pollutants that are designed to protect public health and the environment. So how well has New Jersey done in meeting these standards over the years? Well, New Jersey's done pretty well. We've significantly improved over the last 50 years. You know, we're meeting all of the air quality standards except for one, ground-level ozone. But even the ozone pollution in New Jersey has continued to improve over time. EPA has changed the standard for ozone from 80 parts per billion to 75 parts per billion to the current standard that they changed it to in 2015 of 70 parts per billion. Now, up until 2015, New Jersey was able to attain the ozone standard. But now, half of the state's monitors are not meeting the air quality standard, but half are. Right now, we're in the planning process to try to attain this standard. And this process, using our planning or SIP, State Implementation Plan, will happen over the next three years. Frank, why are these monitors not meeting their standards? Well, right now, the the monitors are are measuring the air that we breathe. And that air we breathe is impacted by the sources of air pollution, both inside of New Jersey, as I mentioned before, cars, trucks, and factory, but also those sources that come from out of state. Air pollution travels along the wind from Pennsylvania and Ohio and the Ohio River Valley and comes and impacts New Jersey. I see. And what is New Jersey doing to improve our ground level ozone air quality? Well, New Jersey has some of the most progressive emission controls anywhere in the United States. Especially, we've worked on electric generating units or power plants during the summer months on those 
hot summer days when everyone wants their air conditioning on. Mm-hmm. We've implemented standards that have reduced those emissions that contribute to ozone. We're also looking at reducing emissions from those upwind sources that I mentioned. One of the best ways to do that is to engage with our upwind sources in regional planning organizations to look at what emissions are coming from out of state and then trying to work in a cooperative, collaborative way with those states to implement measures so that regionally all of us can meet the federal standards. Okay, and how can the public find out on any given day if the air quality might be unhealthy? Sure. So I mentioned that there's standards, the NACs, National Ambient Air Quality Standards, but there's a federal program which New Jersey works with, and it's called the Air Quality Index. Now, this Air Quality Index is for those gaseous pollutants that we can read in real time. Now, the AQI, Air Quality Index, has a value from zero to, say, 100. Values correspond to colors. So if the public wants to know air quality on a given day, they can look on DEP's webpage or the federal webpage to look at what the AQI value is. If they see a green color, it means that we have good air quality. If they see yellow air quality, it means the air quality is moderate And there may be some concerns for people who are really sensitive to air pollution. So a value greater than 100 gets a color of orange or unhealthy for sensitive groups, where some people, the old, the very young, those with asthma, may experience some problems associated with poor air quality. And I guess people with asthma as well. Absolutely. Asthmatics may start to experience those during the moderate range of yellow. Wow. And what steps can the public take to reduce our exposure to ozone? Well, the first step I would say is make yourself aware. Make yourself aware using a program called EnviroFlash. It's an application you can download onto your phone. I have it on my phone. And what it does is it gives you air quality alerts and air quality forecasts that let you make an informed decision on your activities each day to reduce your exposure to bad air quality. Now, if the air quality is forecast to be unhealthy, there's some things that you can do to change your normal routine. You can do less outdoor activities on high ozone days or reduce strenuous exercise. So instead of running, take a walk. If you do have to be outside, take more breaks or put off those outdoor activities like mowing your lawn to when the day is cooler. You can refuel your car at nighttime And remember, stop at the click. If you get a chance, don't idle your vehicle, please. And what does your program have planned for Air Quality Awareness Week this year? And what is planned nationally by EPA? So Air Quality Awareness is just an opportunity for we in the agency and EPA to inform the public about simple ways to improve air quality. And this year, Air Quality Awareness Week is April 30th to May 4th. And we have all the details on what we're doing for Air Quality Awareness Week on our Clean Air New Jersey webpage, www.nj.gov slash DEP slash Clean Air New Jersey or Clean Air NJ. And we'll have a link to that website on the description of this episode. Great. Frank, your team does a great job of informing the public on the quality of the air and what they can do to stop contributing to air pollution. And I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule for joining us today. Thanks, Gladys. My pleasure.
Thanks for listening to Discover DEP. If you have comments on this podcast or ideas for future podcast topics, please email us at podcast at dep.nj.gov. Enjoy the rest of your day.